I don't have any enters ready or anything, though. So that could be a problem. I saw another statement somebody made again on how nobody likes the sound of their voice being recorded because again it sounds different to any everybody so supposedly nobody likes the sound of their voice recorded now i think this is barring singers people who are getting their voices digitally mastered obviously they like the sound of their voice they're okay with it I'm okay with the sound of my voice in this podcast, but if it's just a raw recording on like video, like a phone or something, people don't like that. I saw, I just came across it again because we talked about it last week. I wonder week. if you would get used to it eventually though. Like do singers get used to, sorry, do singers get used to hearing the sound of their voice recorded and they're okay with it well eventually those are the people i excluded because singers are all getting their voice mastered they're getting it changed a little bit even to the point where it's it's um they're getting auto-tuned so if they come a little flat or a little sharp on a note they the industry uh studio is just fixing that so they sound even better in pitch than when they're recording and when they're hearing themselves so they actually after the mastering and after all the uh, reverbs put in and all the filters are put in and all of the auto tunings put in, they sound a lot better than when they're singing. So they love that. So then scratch that. Okay. And what about normal people like radio show hosts or news anchors? Again, all those people's voices are getting filtered as well. Right. Anything that's getting produced onto a television show anything like that they're getting they're passing through filters yeah it's not coming across just completely natural whether it's adding some highs or some lows anything they're doing to change the eq the equalization of sound coming out anything at all they're doing is changing the sound of people's voices so if i could do it here but i'm not going to but i could change with a button over here that your voice sounds lower than what it normally does and they have the, everybody that's going, you know, that's that's doing these things professionally is using some sort of EQ or filter pass to make your voice sound just slightly different. So it's more equal to everybody else, you know, more equalized. So, yeah, any professionals, uh, they, they, their voice doesn't bother them. But if you go back and listen to, you know, an old recording of Christmas morning and somebody's using their phone or a birthday party. And you hear yourself talking, you're like, oh, I sound terrible. That's because it's not been edited. It's not been filtered. It's not been equalized. and Or nobody's messed with the EQs, rather. So that's when you don't like the sound. Or when, for me, when I'm preaching, I don't like the sound of my voice, right? Because none of that is being changed. So if you think we sound good on radio, you should hear us without any filters. <laughs> The world will never know. They'll never know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a completely random thing that came across my feed uh, again. and uh, But it was a completely different source. And I think it was somebody posted something, uh, a connection to me, posted something and said something about it. I thought, yeah, everybody hates their voice. Absolutely. Uh, I think it might have been in a question. Why does everybody hate the sound of their voice? And I wanted to answer, and I just didn't have time in my life to answer. Last week, we forgot to do the intro. We better not forget now. 
Do it. Are you ready? Do it. Hello and welcome back to Explicitly Us. Fun, friendly and good for the whole family. It's sure to put a smile on your face. So get ready all the way from Table 19 Studios, your hosts Andy and Trista. I'll tell you the one thing we're not going to talk about today. What's that? The slap heard around the world. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. Apparently it was the slap seen around the world. Yeah. Not heard. Bunch of fools in Hollywood. That's all I'll say. Everybody's a fool in Hollywood. Every single one of them. They don't impress me at all. That's all. And they're human, apparently. (gasps) What? (laughs) Crazy. No, actually they're uh, superheroes. They're actually above human. Apparently not. (laughs) Well, they still make poor choices. Well, they do, but they just don't get arrested for those poor choices. <laughs> oh, I said it. Oh, I went there. It's all right. But we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. I promise we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I almost talked about it, Trista. <laughs> I don't care. So anyways. Quickly, move on. Quickly. Um, It's been... A fantastic week. I hope you really? guys enjoyed it. Well, it's been yeah. fantastic for you. For me, it has. It's been a long week for me. That's because you've been working your tail end off. Oh my goodness. You've had a lot of work come this week. I wanted to just stay in bed this morning. Yeah, Saturday. My head is hurt. Which is the story of my life, but we yeah. won't go there either. No, no. I almost I'm here. hit the record button to stop the music. Oh, that was abrupt. Okay. I'll fa- I'm going to fade it out. Okay. I'll fade it out in post. People okay. don't know. I just didn't feel like fading it out I was like, oh, here. we're done. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, this week has been a great, great week. It's, I've enjoyed it. Gotten some things done that I need to get done. Got the taxes done. Finally. Maybe. We're just now getting our taxes done. <laughs> if we hear back from our tax lady. Yeah. Do you all have a tax lady? <laughs> do you have a tax man? Do you do it yourself? One day, I would like to do it myself. But that day is not today. It's not this year. I've had the same tax preparer for probably since 04, 05. But let's be honest, it used to be really easy for us. Oh, yeah. And now it's a lot of work. For me, it was so easy. Like we could have done it ourselves at that point. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now it's become more complicated. And uh, so when you start uh, taking deductions and things like that, yeah, fun times, fun times. This is the latest I think we've ever probably pushed it off. I don't like it. I wish I could do it right at the beginning of the year and just get it out of the well, way. But you don't honest. get all your paperwork let's in. Let's be honest. One of the big reasons we used to do it right at the beginning of the year was because we would get those tax credits back for our children. Oh, yeah. We're like, we got to get that like, money. Let's get our money. And now it's like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> let's push it off. Yeah having to pay these things right so um oh how life changes mm -hmm. anyways with uh all that's going on this week and still say we're extremely blessed last night we watched a good movie war long movie war and peace trista that was your first time watching it what is your review it must have been 
Give us your your ultimate review. You can talk about the length in your review if you want, but what is your overall the review in your opinion? Okay, keep going. Yes, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I just want to see how long I can okay. go. <laughs> the length didn't bother me too much. Um, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, now I can't get back on. Now I can't get back on. Okay. Here we go. You're going to have to edit out all of this. I'm going to edit out nothing. Okay. Um, the length didn't bother me too much. I got to move on. Audrey Hepburn. So that's always a plus. Right. I don't know. I mean, it had a lot of history in it. So that's always good. Again, War and Peace is the name of the movie. War and Peace. I think it was made in 65. So we're Napoleon Bonaparte. Which was kind of interesting because there's a couple of our kids that are doing this time period in history right now. So they both picked up on things. Oliver picked up on Napoleon. And Clay picked up on the type of war. 56, not 65. I had to look it up. 1956. If I can remember, it was the scorched earth was you're not even paying attention to me. I'm just Scorched like over Earth. here talking to myself. Scorched Earth. I have a missed phone call. It was a method that would be used if someone was coming in and invading mm-hmm. so that they couldn't like have all of the spoils, all of the good things. Mm-hmm. They would just... Sorry, I cut you off. This is like the worst movie review I've ever given in my life. You've never given a movie review ever in your life. There have been so many distractions between me trying to talk and you trying to distract me and then you not listening to me and giving input and then you taking a phone call in the middle of my review. Tell me how. What on earth? Tell me how you feel. Scorched earth. So, Clayton picked up on the Russians burning everything. So they went with that method when they when were they being pulled out invaded. Of Mas- Moscow. Yeah, they just started burning everything. So he was like, "Oh, that's the scorched earth method mm-hmm. dealing with war." Yeah. So he picked up on that because he's he went over that in history this year. Right. Anywho, it was legit, and um, there was a lot of other. Before you give your review uh-huh. further, there was a lot of. The, the movie is also known for having a lot of historically factual um, oh, yes. things mm-hmm. happen in the movie. Scorched Earth was, was really what they did. Of you course, up the, the other war. One yeah, Napoleon. The, the, the night before Napoleon marched into Moscow, he was gifted by maybe his wife, his sister, somebody of his son. Uh, back in France, and he was gifted a portrait, portrait, a painting, which he sat on a chair outside his tent for everyone to see. That's the original. In the movie, somebody brought in the portrait, set it on the chair, and displayed it to him. It was his baby. It was right? his baby, yes. And so it was an interesting scene. And as I'm watching this scene of this portrait being, and then I remembered that some of the things were factual, I thought, I wonder if there's an actual portrait that looks like this of Napoleon's son. So I just did a quick, easy Google search. 
and I and the exact same picture came up. It was so cool. And then there was a blurb from some website, historical website, explaining the significance of the picture and how it was. He he saw it for the first time the night before going into Moscow, and so it was kind of cool how that just little scene. It was just a scene. It had no bearing really on the movie. It just something thrown in there, but it was something that they that they, that they put in there from history. So, anyways, back to your review. Yeah. So, I mean, just the fact that it's I would put it in with what a classic. It is it's a, classic. a classic. Oh yeah. Like everyone should watch it. It was it had what maybe two cuss words. Yeah, two. In one little. Two little white cuss words we call them. You know, something something Trista might say if she stubs her toe. AJ was like, what did he say? I'm like, he was just mad. <laughs> yeah, the man said something uh, about uh, Napoleon. Napoleon. He said, uh, I'm going to use the euphemism for everybody out there. If you have children, cover their ears. But he said, dang you, Napoleon, I think is what he said. Because he yes. Napoleon was marching in and everybody's getting killed and And he said the word twice yeah he said that twice and that was probably it um yeah i think that was it in the movie and then nothing like more inappropriate than what we would have let our kids no nothing else um i mean obviously there's some some romance but some romance some debauchery and drinking things like that but um the foolishness of the drinking is shown that's a pretty right you know but um but yeah i mean i may never watch it again but i think you know it's definitely a you should watch it once. the last time i watched it i was young and it was a long movie and it was more serious of a movie than i would have usually liked and now i enjoyed it far more i didn't not enjoy it then but i was like you and that i'll probably never watch that again you know but now it's definitely on the classic list of things to go back to and rewatch. it had um some interesting philosophical um thoughts in there of the time period where people in in russia moscow some of them uh perhaps didn't necessarily dislike uh napoleon as he was further west at the time didn't involve them it didn't involve yeah. them so they were kind of abstractly giving their opinion of how napoleon is marching into these other countries and they're like oh well, he's he's a man of men and he's you know doing what he, he he's claiming his property or the world or whatever he's just kind of they kind of admired him a little bit but then when the war got closer to home that same guy that cursed napoleon at the beginning very the very first scene of the movie he was kind of admiring napoleon as a as a uh uh philosopher in a sense and he was also a pacifist at the beginning of the movie and through the movie his you see his um ideologies changed a little bit so it was kind of interesting that 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 is kind of a stream that goes to the movie that when i think about classical movies i think about the depth that they have of a real what was real then and some of the historical uh thoughts and ideologies that were going on even then and not just creating some fluffy movie but with real sustenance so that was interesting mm-hmm. um Overall, Trista, the movie you would recommend? Yeah. Three, three and a half hours. We were planning on doing a two-parter. Now, if you remember back when VHS was big 
and DVD was not out yet. Digital was definitely not out yet. Uh, VHS, you would get these movies and they would be in a, uh, a two, a two cassette, uh, set. And uh, a lot of times they were in like a book form and you'd open it and you have a cassette on each side or they'd be in a sleeve and two discs would slide or two cassettes would slide out. That was this movie when it came out. It was two cassettes that would come out, two VHS cassettes. In the same way, you would have great movies like My Fair Lady. Uh, if you can tell, I like Audrey Hepburn. I'm sorry. I know it's wrong. And so these would be two cassettes would come out. And that's what this movie was. So the intermission they took out, you know, the long 15, 20 minute intermission for people to go to the bathroom, uh, that was taken out of the movie. So I thought we'd get to the intermission and come back next Friday to finish it. And it didn't happen. We just, and we just were enjoying the movie. So we just went on through three and a half hour movie. It was long, but thankfully we started early. So mm -hmm. it wasn't too bad and fun. I liked it. I really liked it. Uh, the dynamics were interesting of all the characters in there, you know, and, and such as life. People died that you didn't want to die, right? Um, people lived that you didn't want to live <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. So I liked it. The kids, AJ and Oliver watched it. They stayed interested. They stayed interested in it enough. Didn't fall asleep. They're not going to go watch it again tomorrow no. like a cartoon they might do. But it was very interesting. And Oliver was excited to see his history books come alive. Had I some think. war in it. Yeah, some had action. some war scenes. Yes. We, we saw one, uh, Callie spotted one cameraman in War and Peace. If you are interested in watching this movie, when you're watching War and Peace, towards the end of the movie, when uh, this is a spoiler alert, when but not a historical spoiler alert but just in the movie it has this scene when napoleon is quote unquote retreating or leaving moscow with his men they're going across a river and they have to it's a river made by boats and planks and as they're going across this river there's a wide shot okay and in this wide shot down in the bottom left there seems to be a cameraman that is camouflaged with like a coat over top of him or something to blend in with the color of the, the scheme uh, of the production. But it seems to us that he was at the same angle of some other shots, some low shots, because you have an aerial shot is where you're catching him. And it might be an aerial shot, it might be up on a hill or possibly a built structure, but it's a, it's a high shot coming down on the bridge at an angle and you see in the bottom left corner the very very corner you see this guy and Callie pointed him out so that was cool uh, we like to find those flubs mistakes, mistakes in movies um, so I think it was a good movie worth watching um, I like classical movies because you know what you can sit down with your kids and not worry about what's going to come on you're not going to worry about somebody taking their clothes off or cursing in a, in a, uh, uh, I can't think of the word incessantly. Is that the word I want to use? Yes. And vulgarly and vulgarly. Yeah. Just ridiculous, uh, cursings. And, uh, what's the other thing? Just, yeah. It's just easier to sit down and enjoy an old movie. I like old movies. I like classics. Love them. 
black and white don't bother me at all. I think it's fascinating to see what they were able to do with the technology back then. The storylines were much better than they are now. So This movie wasn't black and white, though. This movie was not black and white. And I don't think the original was either. I'm pretty positive the original was not black and white, even though it was in 56. All right, so Trista would recommend it. That was a long Thumbs review up. of the movie. Along the lines of reviews... We're currently in the middle of a book that Trista has not been able to listen to because the problem is we're listening to it right before bed and we can't listen to but 10 or 15 minutes and then we're falling asleep because who listens to a book and stays awake? It's very difficult if you're laying in your bed. So if we listen to a book for 10 minutes a night, it'll take us an eternity to <laughs> listen to this book. And so I told Trista, I said, I'm going to have to go on without you. If you want to read it, you have to go back. But there's too many times when I'm working on something where I can be listening to something at the same time and not with Trista. So I've moved on. So I'm finishing. I got about an hour to go to finish uh, Thomas Jefferson and the Tripoli Pirates. It's been good. It's been jam packed full of nothing but historical accuracy right historical facts about what was going on just been fascinating along the lines uh one of our listeners has also taken up the book and he finished it in one day or like no wow. it wasn't one day it was a couple of days but he finished it in very few days two three four days uh, i think he has a commute to work and he listens to it to and from work um so he finished the book really quick and uh, upon him finishing, I recommended another one written by the same author, which is George Washington and his secret six, I want to say something like that. And it has to do with some secret agents that George Washington had. He has already finished that book wow. even before me. I, I recommend it. I've not even read it yet. And he already finished it and says it was fantastic as well. So if you're looking for some good historical books from our history, from our country's history, that is nothing at all like what you'll read in schools, and at the same time, not be anti-American or from an anti-American skewed view, uh, view uh, go read these books. They're recommended, and I think you'll enjoy them. Uh, I'm in the middle of a couple of different books. Uh, the other one I'm reading, I can't think of what it's called right now, but uh, my brother-in-law bought it for me, and it has to do with um, the fellow who had one hand. He was a Yankees baseball player. I like the Yankees. I can't remember this guy's name, but he was a pitcher, one hand. It's called Imperfectly Perfect, I think. Yeah, that sounds I right. I see it every time I walk into the bathroom. Yep, that's my bathroom reading book for all of you that needed to know that. So, um, all that and a bag of chips. Up next... We are going to be talking about the games. But first, let's have a word of the day. And then we'll have the Bible of the day. Go, Trista. All right. So this word of the day is brought to you by one of this week's Wordles. If you're still out there doing Wordle, we are in my family. I am. And there have been some easy and some difficult ones this week. This one was from one of the days. And I can't say that I've necessarily heard this word before. And I will say that I actually am not positive how to say it within a sentence. But I think I kind of understand 
its meaning. The word is trope. That is a trope. T R. That's how you would use that as a sentence. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so enlightening. <laughs> T-R- I just used a trope. <laughs> T R O P E. Oh, that was a trope. So, in short, it is a noun that would mean a word or expression used in a figurative sense, also mm-hmm. known as a figure of speech. Or a common or overused theme or device, also known as a cliche. If you've noticed, I didn't give her the background music, and I feel like it's less of a word of the day. I was kind of waiting for it for a second, and then I was like, I'll just go on. You did great. So, if you have an awesome way to use this in a sentence, let us know. I think I gave four or five of them. You did. You did well. If you use trope a lot, would you be a tropeaholic? Probably. I I said in the family. Maybe I'm a tropophobic. (laughs) (laughs) I said in the family thread. I said, what? Like I submitted my results of Wordle for the day, as we all do in a message thread. And then within that, I said whatever that is because I didn't know what a trope was. And your mother texted me privately so that, I guess, to save me the shame of her explaining something to me. I don't know. Thanks, Mom, for doing that and preserving <laughs> my my manhood. But she texted me privately and she's like, um, I used trope, a trope with your father today when I said, she said something to him. Oh, I'm just going to. I feel like chilling today. Or I'm just going to be chilling on the couch today or something like that. She used the word chilling. It was a figure of speech. Figure of speech. And I text back and I said, thanks, you the bomb. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. The bomb is a trope. She's not really a bomb. Yeah. It's a figure of speech. I just can't see myself using it in a sentence. Like you I, under- use- I understand the meaning of it. Yeah. You wouldn't use trope in a sentence unless you were talking about explaining somebody but you're a bomb <laughs> what you no did. no that's a that's a trope she's not really a bomb that's just a trope okay it would, yeah that's how you would use it you wouldn't use it in every day but then people would be like what's a trope yeah so the word of the day is not necessarily to tell you to use this word but rather know what the word means and if you use figures of speech a lot you can say sorry i use a lot of tropes I mean, you would you'd be able you to identify like super intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say, Hey, sorry, I use a lot of figure of speeches or I use a lot of this. You, you could, you could break it down. like, you know what? I use too many tropes in my life. I need to be more literal when I'm speaking. So I think you could go there with it, Trista. That was a good explanation. Thank I you think for so, that. Oh, that's what I'm here for. You're very Thanks. welcome. But I get music with mine because okay. I have the button. Okay. <laughs> I just, I forgot. I need to put your music on the same page as this music yeah. so I don't have to flip back and forth on this digital page thing. But this is our first uh, word that comes from the New Testament, I've noticed. And I like the Old Testament Psalms, of course, for encouraging uh, times. But at the same time, there's a lot of great passages in the New Testament that are very encouraging as well. This one comes from Mary the mother of Jesus Christ in his earthly form. This comes from Mary. She says, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. 
for he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear them, excuse me again, and his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath holpen his servant in Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. Good word. Sorry I messed it up, guys. I'm not a good reader. This was Luke. Yeah, sorry about that. Luke chapter 1, verse 46 through 55. So what's funny is you're like... This Bible word of the day, whatever word, comes from Mary. Mary. And I was like, whoa, what are we reading the over book of Mary here? from the Septuagint. No, no, that would be the Apocrypha. From the Apocrypha. Like from Mary. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mary said it. In Luke, yes. Encouraging words from Mary. Anyways, now, up next, we want to take a few minutes and talk about the games madness madness and tonight's game is going to be incredible april madness yes tonight's game is going to be incredible kansas and north carolina north carolina do you know what time the game starts no eastern time tomorrow it better not be like 10 30 9 20 oh that's that's a late game that's going to be incredible 9 20 that's who won. Villanova did terrible. Kansas handled it easily. Now, the North Carolina Duke game was closer. I didn't watch the it whole game. It was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. the whole game. So who do you think is going to win, North Carolina or Kansas? I don't know. It's, I think it's going to be a really good game. They both have shooters. Kansas has the big boy down low. I don't know his name. But as long as he don't foul out or something crazy, uh, he's going he's gonna to give Kansas their shot. If they don't have him in the game, it's not a game. He's a rebounder. And if you've been following the bracket for explicitly us. Mm-hmm you know that there's already a winner determined. Seems, yeah, I don't think there's any possible way that anybody else can win. And it was funny because when we were watching the game, um, which, just to be clear, if this seems like a few minutes ago when we were talking about the game, and then now we're talking about in the past, we paused our recording, and we're recording some of the show before the game started because we were recording a podcast before the games and then jumped back on the next day so now we know who won before we did the championship game is today so we had to get all of this information out there the championship game is not today it's monday andy oh yeah it's monday i forgot we're talking future tense Not impressed Doing it at to all. you. Not impressed at all. Taste of your own medicine. So if you look at Oliver, it was between Oliver and AJ for the win, which is funny because if you're following explicitly us as 
bracket challenge, they were two of the youngest contributors to all of us adults who think we know something about different teams in basketball. I don't. And they literally did their own bracket. And they did their own bracket. They guessed, totally, but they did their own bracket. And AJ and Oliver uh, uh, were in the lead. So we were watching the game Villanova, Kansas, and it was really talking about interesting in this family we're watching the game and aj and oliver have a 50 dollars prize riding on the game so that was pretty interesting for them to watch with that kind of uh dough hanging over their heads they weren't gambling it was a prize they were winning and so one of them was going to win because the only other possible person that's close is jorge but jorge um it's not possible for they her. Both they both Kansas have Kansas. Winning. So even if Kansas goes and wins, Oliver would still have the most points. So, yeah, Oliver is our winner. He won more of the uh, earlier games. I don't get any sound. Why don't I have any sound? That's not the right one. I don't know what's <laughs> Yay, going on. Is what we need. Yeah, I don't know where it's at, Trista. It, it's not ready. I didn't think it would be. Amazing. I'm never. <laughs> applause. We want applause. Good job, Oliver. That'll do, Donkey. That'll do. And he already has plans to spend his money. Does he? What does he think he's going to get? He's been saving up. He has some money saved. He says that you've told him he can buy a Nintendo 2DS or something. Yeah. And so he has his mindset on that. If he's going to save up for it and work for it, then... You know, I think that's fine. I don't, I wish video games and computer games were never created. Our, our world is just upside down. We're, I was talking to some guys today at music practice and they're talking about how our community here, you, you know, one of their sons is playing baseball. I'm like, oh, they're playing baseball right now? He's like, yeah, it's just a little team. They travel a lot. They go over to the other island and play teams over there. And he said, you know, when I was a kid, we had 12 teams on this island. Wow. They said every single different neighborhood had their own team. Oh, my goodness. So I can't even imagine that. No. But the reason is, is when they was a kid, it was before internet. It was before television was big. It was before all of those things. And that's why he was able to, they were able to do that. that the kids had nothing else. Yeah. Kids had nothing else to do. I mean, what cassette tapes? Oh my goodness. Which one of your kids is yelling for us while we're making a podcast? Put them back from whence they came. What in the world? Okay. I'm done with <sighs> these children. When are they leaving the house again? <laughs> My kid. We were walking out of music class and these two other fathers who both just happen to be pastors in the community. Uh, one of them at a Methodist church and the other one at a non-denominational church. Nice guys. And I was talking with them and what did I, what happened? Um, oh, I whistled because I was looking and Clayton had AJ in a headlock beside the street on the sidewalk, a major street cars are going by a Clayton is playing with AJ has him in a headlock. I don't know why that's idiotic, right? That's just waiting. That's just, you're asking for an accident to happen. And so from far away, I whistle 
at them to get their attention and i have a loud fatherly whistle i was i'm able to use my fingers it's it's quite impressive if i do say so myself and these two guys stopped behind me like hey you can whistle like that that's pretty great and i said i only whistle like that to my kids when and i said this now you guys don't judge me i said when they're being idiots and they're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait they said oh. i thought i was the only one that called my kids idiots <laughs> And they're like, glad to see you call your kids those names too when they're being stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, they're wrestling beside a major road with cars going by. That's unintelligent. Yeah. They were doing the same thing in church today. In church, during church. This is why, if you noticed at the end of, this, end of the service, we were cleaning up and then I was just suddenly gone. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Like, I feel like all I do is referee wrestling matches these days. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I had to leave because I was like, I was like, you go sit there. You go sit there. Near the twain shall meet. I'm leaving. And yeah. I left. You left the room. You didn't leave the church. I left the church. Oh, you that's when you went to the store? And I went to the store. Interesting. By myself. I think Kansas will win. Yeah. I don't know who's going to win. I don't have a pick. I don't have a score. But we'll find out tomorrow. I don't know who it's going to be. Oh, we've been participating in the, what do you call it? Bracket challenge? Bracket challenge. I hope you've been participating because it's been a blast. And I'm pretty sure I scored last place. <laughs> I scored last with Callie you and then Callie. Clayton who's really into sports got 10 more points than I did and he's not bragging because that's not really anything to brag about but that was brutal that was really sad bracket this year but baseball season starting next week there you go so hey real quick if you have T-Mobile a shout out to you if you have t-mobile and you like basketball download the t-mobile app the, no it's t-mobile tuesday baseball download the t-mobile tuesday app every tuesday t-mobile gives away things for free the tuesday before the season starts they give away a free year pass to mlb tv and you can watch all of the mlb games through the year on an app for free so if you have t-mobile you can watch any baseball game for free download the t-mobile tuesday app and then on tuesday this coming tuesday tomorrow because it's monday tomorrow download your subscription for free yeah, there's your tip for the day. See you later. Hey, wait a second. Did you know Explicitly Us is on Instagram? Just search explicitly underscore us, or you can find the link on the show description. You will be able to see photos and videos on the various topics and stories we share. Do you have any friends? Invite them to share in the fun too. Until next time, be happy, be blessed. Love you.